Are you ready to transform your life? Well, today's your chance. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we can unlock our true potential, overcome obstacles, and embrace positive change. This is your opportunity to redefine your life and to elevate your existence. Let's go get that nugget. Welcome, ladies, to the Life Mastery for Women podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host. This is where we go to learn to master our life one nugget at a time. Let's take a moment in this moment to just call our energy back, breathing in deeply together through the nose, holding it at the top just for a second. And then releasing, just release the stress, release the worries, release the problems. Calling back our energy is closing all of the mental tabs that you have open of all the problems, the to-dos, the worries. Mentally picture those tabs open and mentally picture yourself clicking the X on every one of those tabs As all those tabs are open, you have energy strands coming from your body going out to those tabs. And I want you to call all your energy back right now in this moment, bringing back that energy right into your heart space. Feel your body filling back up with your attention and your presence. You can even put your hand on your heart, feeling the energy, breathing in deeply feeling the support underneath you, giving yourself a present, a gift of your attention in this moment. Breathe in, feel your feet on the floor, hold your breath at the top and breathe out and feeling your body sinking just a little bit deeper into the support underneath you. What's up, everybody? It's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you easily transforming your life. If you're not easily transforming your life, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So let me start with a question. Have you ever in your life wanted something to change so bad that it was all you ever thought about? Now, I don't know if that is true for you. It was definitely true for me that I wanted something so bad that I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I molded over like a lunatic. It was like obsessive and and I became obsessed with it. But I will tell you this, I was able to achieve it. And I want to talk about how the steps that I did and then correlate, uh, uh, parallel, I could say that word better, correlate, but um, relate those two, those two parallels together with today's teachings. So this was years ago, and I, I've talked about this several times, but I was in, you know, some unhealthy relationships, right? And I remember going through, you know, one of one of the seven breakups with this particular person and getting pretty frustrated with the whole thing and and that that dynamics and and those um, that drama, you know, that wears on a person after a while. And eventually you're just like, dude, okay, I'm like so sick of this, but I can't seem to get out of I feel like a yo-yo, and I just can't seem to get out of this 
this rut that I'm in with this relationship. Like we can't, we can't crest the hill and move on to bigger and better things. We just keep kind of going up and down, right? Well, I remember, first of all, the very first step was deciding, but it was like, you got to this place where I'm like, I remember saying, I am so sick of this, right? Have you ever said that? In anything, in any single area of your life, have you ever said, like, I'm so tired of this, I'm so sick of this, where it becomes this awareness that's like, I'm done, I'm done with this. Right there is a time to turn the corner and to find the new version of you, to start moving in a different direction. I have worked with so many clients over the years who are in relationship turmoil and relationship drama. And it doesn't matter. You could It could be the same person you've been with for 25, 30 years, and you just can't seem to get to that, that, that place of peace in the relationship. And it's, it's tough. It's a really, really tough place to be. And sometimes it can be a really lonely place to be. But the very first step is that getting to that place that goes, okay, <laughs> you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm done. Like I need to change something. Okay. That's, that's the, 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 is that the precipice? That's the edge right there. And that's a good place to be. But what happens is that we don't know what to do after that, or we don't do the work or we fall back into our subconscious. We just kind of fall back into our, into our, you know, conscious routine or unconscious routine. And and we just end up, you know, creating the drama again. But what I did after I got to that place is then I educated myself, you know, and I'm like, okay, listen, there are people out there. Like I, I created this, um, this space of uh, freedom and possibility. In that place of freedom and possibility, here's what I mean by that. I'm in this relationship. I get to the edge. And I'm like, okay, I'm sick of that. So now I'm just going to put that relationship over here on the side. And now I'm in this space where I can do I can do something different. That's that freedom. The possibility is looking at, has this been done before? Are there people out there like me who have healthy relationships? And yes, there are. So you can take your problem, the thing that you're sick of dealing with, you can take your problem, whether it's relationship, whether it's your health, whether it's your money, your career, your family, it doesn't matter, whatever the thing is, and you could parallel it with what I'm teaching you right now. So if you're already at the place of, I'm so sick of this, I need something to change, then you're at the right place. The next is then learning something. Are there, it creates this new freedom. And is there someone else out there who has what I want? And the answer is probably yes, because they people out there have careers that they love. They're making money that they that they deserve and that is wonderful for them to sustain their life. They have optimum health even when they're in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. Is it possible and is it possible for me? Those are the next big questions. So when I looked at my relationship then, I'm like, okay, is it possible? Yes, it's possible. I see people in healthy relationships all over the place. And then is it possible for me? When you get to that place that is it possible for me, you then open your heart. Because right in that moment, I remember for the very first time feeling excited about the possibility of change. It was incredible. When you're in that place that you begin to get excited about change happening, your heart opens and literally the energy, it like becomes this portal for attracting those things into your life 
that are going to be an upgrade from where you're at. Now, listen, it's an upgrade. It might not be the end of the story. It wasn't for me, but it was a huge, huge upgrade from this relationship to this relationship. And then it was this upgrade, right? It just kept going and getting better and better and better. That's what I'm talking about when we are open to the possibility of our life changing. Now, the parallel from how I did that back then to how I would do things differently now, I think would speed up the process because I still went, that's when I went to the bookstore and I'm like, I'm going to look up a relationship book. Like I'm going to, I didn't have the intentions. I just all of a sudden, like I didn't have a book in mind. I didn't even know I was looking for a relationship book. I just know that I needed some help and I needed some education and I needed to do something different. So I went out in the world and I said, hey, I need a new relationship, but it was me changing. So I went out there to look for something, but I wanted to change me. I knew that the reflection of what I was bringing into my life as a relationship was a reflection that that's how I felt about myself. And it wasn't working at all. So when I went out into the world to be like, okay, I need some education. I'm now open to the possibility. I do think it's possible for me. I'm in this new space of freedom and thinking I'm going to make some change. I found myself at Borders bookstore and I went into the dark, deepest corners of the of the store where it's the self-help section. And back then, I mean, we're talking 94, 95, 96, something like that, middle of the 90s. Self-help was basically you went and saw a therapist because you were crazy and you couldn't handle your shit. Well, for me, I didn't want I didn't care because I was like on a path. I am in this place of possibility. And that is a great, great place to be because your heart opens. And when your heart opens, it opens that portal and draws things to you. Then I was able to find this book. And this book was my absolute relationship Bible. It became the source of who I am today and how I show up in my relationships and how I show up in my relationship with myself. That's a big difference because whatever it is that you want outside of you, You have to match that energy inside of you. If you want a better career, you have to be the person. You have to align with what it is about the career that you want. If you want it to be fun, then you have to be fun. If you want the career to be abundant, then you have to be grateful and abundant. If you want love, you have to love yourself. Because I just said it, and I think I say it in a lot of episodes, is you can only love another person to the depths in which you love yourself. Think of that with everything and every problem you want to overcome. If I want more money, if I want a better career, I have to be that person. And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the the creation of that in a minute. So once I got to that place of possibility and excitement, then that led me to the book, which then led me to other resources that then upgraded myself as a person, because now I'm standing in this place of confidence. If we're not confident, we can't elicit change. If we're not confident, we're not going to move in that direction. If we're not confident, we're in a state of fear. So when we get into that place of possibility, is it has it ever been done before? And could I do it? And the answer is yes. Okay. If you don't know the answer to that, the answer is yes. Yes, it's been done before. And yes, you can do it. So when you get in that place of confidence, then we move into the place of knowledge and knowing. So here's here's a couple of my favorite steps that I didn't do back then because I didn't have this information back then. But here's a couple of steps. For one, let me tell you, about a couple of pieces of your thought processes. I've talked about it a little bit in pieces throughout the last you know, several episodes. If you've been listening, you're hearing this part. But the mind is 
this uh, open state where something new can come in. So the mind is that part where you wake up and you go, hmm, I'm going to decide to do this today. Something different, something new. Okay, that's the mind talking. The body is just this this autopilot when you drive to work and you're like, oh my God, I don't even remember making the drive. That's your subconscious. It's just autopilot. It's just like, I call it like this undercurrent in your life that is just kind of moving you from here to there and you're not really thinking about it. You're brushing your teeth, you know, you're getting ready, you're getting dressed, you're, you're, you know, doing your hair, you're eating, whatever. All of those things are kind of this unconscious uh, thinking. Okay. So there's another way that our body thinks. The third one and the most powerful, but I'm not going to talk about today's episode is your intuition, which is you just, it's something new and different, but you're, you didn't decide it in your mind and your body, your body isn't even aware because it's never been done before. And it's just this, you get in this current and you're just like, and you're just there. That was me when I made the decision. So it was my, my mind going, okay, I'm making the decision. I want to, I want to be better. I want my relationships to be healthy. I want to have this loving, exciting, best friend type of relationship in my life. That was the decision. That's the mind. The body is like, well, I don't know. You haven't been so successful lately. You know, that's the body going in the past. The body is anchored in the past, wants to keep you safe, wants to keep you protected. But I'm like, you know what? No, the mind, come back up in the mind. The mind goes, no, I do want that. And I know I can have it. Turn on the excitement. My heart opens. And next thing I know, I'm at the bookstore. Unaware. I didn't go to the bookstore very often. Now, I do now. And I have over 400 books in my possession, mostly in the self-help genre. But I didn't do that back then. And so I just found myself in the bookstore. That was my intuition guiding me. So those are your three different thought processes, the way that you move through space and time. Those are three different ways. Now, when we want something new, that is the mind waking up, leading the body. Now, the body is very hard sometimes to overcome. That becomes the work, overcoming the body. The body is that subconscious mind. The body is this is anchored in the past. It's the it's the part that says don't do anything different because you could die. It's that protection piece. Okay, so that becomes the work. Now, once you know that, once you know that now you need to overcome the body, overcome, keep overcoming, which means your brain, your mind has to keep waking up. It has to keep waking up to the possibility. If you're taking notes, write that down. Wake up to the possibility. Every morning you have to overcome. Every morning, think of think of somebody who was tremendously overweight in their life and then lost 100, 150, 175, 200 pounds and then ask them what it was like for them in the beginning. Ask them what their thought processes were in the morning when they had to get up at 5.30 to go do an hour-long workout, drive to the gym. They would say, I, I had to keep thinking about my goal. I had to keep, keep getting into the possibility over and over and over and over again. That is why it is so important that whatever it is that the desire is has to override the comforts of the body. The new, you're going to create a new comfort zone. I created a new comfort zone. I have no idea where I would be or what kind of relationship I would be in now if I didn't wake up to the possibility. 
If I didn't get to that place to say, I'm so sick of this, I need to change, I don't want to do this anymore, I want, and I, I made a new decision out of, a new, a new, out of my comfort zone into a new area. I want a, a relationship that is amazing and dependable and inspiring and full of energy and love and friendship. If I wasn't saying that, or if I didn't overcome, I wouldn't be where I am now in this loving, healthy, amazing relationship of 12 years. I would not be in that. Almost 13 years. It'll be 13 years next month. So if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that wake-up call, if you will, and the ability to overcome, overcome, and I'm going to talk about it, and keep overcoming, I wouldn't be where I am. So we have to wake up to the possibility. Now, in the overcoming, in the body, the body is filled with your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, your self-talk, and more, your behaviors. Most all of those are limited. Limited beliefs, negative self-talk, stuck in the past, that didn't work for me, I'm not deserving, I'm not worthy, I did that before, it didn't work, right? You, those are the things you have to overcome. So now you have to wake up to those thoughts. What are my thoughts about relationships? What are my thoughts about myself having an amazing, uh, uh, an amazing inspirational relationship? What is my thought about that? Which is why I always say, get out the pen, get out the paper, get out the colored pencils, start writing these things down, start understanding the undercurrent, which is the subconscious mind. What are your thoughts about that? What are your beliefs about that? And we just did that in, uh, I think, just Wednesday's episode. So in the overcoming, you have to wake up. Now, that takes a lot of mental energy. So in that mental energy, the body is very, very strong and going, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not going to work. It didn't work before. You're not good enough, right? It's not going to work. Just go, just go back and get that person. Just keep going to work. You know, stay there for another 30 years. You'll get your watch and you'll get your, um, you'll get your pension or whatever and you'll retire. Just 30 more years. 30 more years. And you know, maybe your boss will give you that promotion after all, even though you've been passed over for the last 10 years, right? That's your subconscious mind. If your thoughts are not positive, are not inspirational, are not motivating, that is your body talking. We got to step back into possibility. What is possible for me? That's when we begin the meditation practice. That's when we begin sitting the body down and going, hey, you body that is limited in its thinking, limited in its, in its thoughts and its behavior, I want you to sit down and be quiet right now. And I need to look at, I the mind, I need to look at something that's possible. Because what I'm doing right now isn't working. My health is not that great. It's declining and I feel miserable and I've got grandkids and I want to spend time with them and I can't do that. I don't really have grandkids. It's just an example. And I can't do that if my body doesn't feel good and I really want to lose weight and get better and get stronger and feel better. And I can't do that. And the body goes, no, why don't we just sleep in? You have to overcome. You know what? No, because this is important to me. Okay. So it's in that overcoming, which is why I talk about meditation practice all the time. The other is the words that you say. If you are using words that limit you, now you have to really pay attention. I remember talking early on in the podcast about how the importance of words and, um, and go back and listen to those because there are some pretty powerful episodes, if I do say so myself, about paying attention to the words that we use when we talk. Because those words 
say everything about us. They say everything about our beliefs, our behavior, what we think, how we're going to act, and what we are keeping in our existence. And if you are saying things like, it's never going to work, well, you're right. It's never going to work. But now you understand that that thought and that belief that you're holding in front of you is what's preventing you from achieving the thing. So that's why I say, get out the piece of paper and write down all of your beliefs about money, all of your beliefs about health, all of your beliefs about relationships. And you're going to go, well, no shit. (laughs) No kidding. I don't have a great relationship. Look at my beliefs about it and then understand that is the body keeping you safe. And then now you have to wake up and you have to overcome. You have to let go of those past patterns. You have to let go of those beliefs. How do you let go of them? You think of what would be the best on the other side of it. What, if that weren't true, what would be true? What would be my new truth? If I didn't believe that all relationships were sucky and terrible and unhealthy, what would be my belief? What would be the truth? And then you now need to overcome the body. Every time you hear that thought, you go, no, body, no, I'm stepping into possibility. And you just decline it. You just decline the call of the subconscious mind sending you that belief. Nope, declined. You know, like now on your phones, it's it's so stupid. It's about every single call that comes through my phone right now says spam risk. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to answer that. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. You just decline. No, thank you, subconscious mind. But you got to wake up. You want possibility. If you want to transform your life in any single area of your life, you have to start waking up. You have to wake up to the possibility. Then letting go of those patterns, letting go of those things that no longer serve you. Now, how do you let them go? You override them. You override it over and over and over and over and over again. Meditation is going to help because you're getting to the heart of the of the problem. You're not just um, you're not just going to the surface of the thing. Here's here's a here's a here's an example. Here's an analogy. You have a flat tire, and you look at your tire, and there's a nail in the tire. And you're going to, quote, fix the tire by surface, which means you're just going to throw some gooky silicone or some some gooky stuff around the nail and around the hole underneath the nail. Okay, and you're going to drive around on that. How long do you think it's going to be before the tire is flat again? Not very long, because you didn't actually solve the problem. The nail is actually still in the tire. You just threw some glue around it or some silicone or sealant. That's the word I'm looking for. You just threw some sealant around it. You didn't actually solve the problem. The nail is still there. You just covered it up. That is what I'm talking about. That is what meditation opens up to us, is the possibility of change. And in there, you now actually get to fix the tire. You pull the whole thing out. You pull the whole nail out, seal the hole. Now the nail is gone. The tire runs amazingly, right? It does not work if you just slap some glue on it, meaning if I'm just going to wake up and go, okay, I'm thin and fit, I'm thin and fit, I'm thin and fit. No, you're not. The nail is still in the tire. You must get to the root cause. You have to understand what the beliefs are. You have to pull those nails out of the tires. It's the only way. And we do that through meditation. You do that through journaling. We do that through waking up and understanding what are my patterns? 
What are my what are my beliefs? What are my limited thoughts? And what are my words? That is the biggest thing. I can go through a guided meditation with my group coaching clients and it's so amazing and so beautiful and so wonderful. And we come out of that meditation and I'm just like, they immediately start complaining again about the problem they just had. I'm like, wait a second, what are we doing? Like, why did that even happen? You can bring, you can put the nail back in the tire if you want. I just don't recommend it. You have to wake up, wake up to the words that you're using overcoming the body, moving into a meditative state and installing new beliefs. That is taking the nail out and resealing the hole. That is creating a whole new experience. That's how we can get there a lot quicker. We do that through visualization. We do that through installing those words into our meditation during a meditation when we're open and we don't have the resistance. That self-talk, that understanding and waking up is the mind leading the body versus the body leading the mind. Now, I also said that we were going to parallel your problem with what I did back then and the steps that I took and add some of the new stuff that I've learned, which is what I've been telling you about the subconscious mind and overcoming the body. That's all new stuff. What I did back then is I learned something new I read a book. I learned how I should act a different way. Now, that was the biggest and pretty much the only step that I took back then that that created the relationship and the life that I have now was learning something new and then basically applying that new behavior, if you will, and new language from that book. So I've told you about the over the overcoming the body kind of working with the energy getting into meditation getting into a visual getting into the possibility and then the other that piece that i did really really worked now what ended up happening and this is the final piece of the whole puzzle is you stepping into a newer upgraded version of you so here's an example you want to buy a new house Okay, let's say you live in a small house, you have one bathroom, maybe you don't have a garage, you have, you know, a a basement, maybe this is leaking, that's not working, you want a bigger fenced in backyard. In your mind, you visualize that thing. Okay, you upgrade, right? I'm now going to buy a and then you list all the things that you want, the things that are in your current house that you don't like, or you want to expand, or you want to be nicer or newer. And then in the new house is going to be this bigger, it's going to have a garage, it's going to have a walkout basement, it's going to have three bathrooms, more bedrooms, nicer, newer, cleaner, whatever. You attach a new image. Well, if you want to transform your life, you have to transform. We always want the outside to change and to adapt and to bring me more stuff and 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 make me feel better by changing the outside. But in the ins- but but the end result is what you want is you want everything outside of you to change without you actually changing. Well, here's the caveat. If you don't change, nothing outside of you will change. If you're taking notes, write that one down. If you don't change, nothing outside of you will change. You're still going to be the same person with the same beliefs, with the same thoughts and the same actions and the same behavior and the same self-talk. You're going to continue to create the same environment. So what I had to do is basically create a new avatar, if you will, in our language today. We had to create, I, there was no we, I had to create a new way of being a new way of doing. And then before you can be and do, you have to think 
and believe. So as I'm reading this book and I'm gaining this knowledge, I'm stepping into this place of confidence. And it was amazing and it was wonderful. And I, be, I began to really step fully into the possibility of, I think this could work. I think that I really could have an amazing relationship or, or in your case, an amazing life. Like I'm stepping fully into the possibility and I'm taking in these tools and now I'm going to apply those tools. But what I didn't do is because I wasn't meditating back then. I didn't know anything about um, the subconscious mind or brain waves or visualization. I didn't do that. But what I did, and which is the last piece to the puzzle here, is I became someone new. So through that information, I became excited. I stepped into the possibility. I became confident. Well, a confident person takes way different action than a person who doesn't have confidence. I started standing up for myself. Within that confidence, I started gaining respect, which now I'm creating boundaries in my relationship and in the future relationships that are just, I'm not going to allow these boundaries to cross. And it was an amazing transformation. So take your Take your desire, the, the area of your life that you want to transform. The very first step is getting to the edge that says, okay, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of this. Something has to change. Now understand the something that has to change is you, which is what makes the journey so amazing because the faster you change and the faster you dedicate yourself to yourself, self-love, respect, your confidence, your self-esteem all start to surface and your life becomes amazingly beautiful and the only thing you ever have to worry about is yourself. And that's easy once you start implementing these tools. Because every time, 10 years from now, your relationships, your life, your money, your career, everything is going to be so different. And you're still going to want this new expansion. You're already going to know how to do it. And there isn't anything outside of you that has to change. You have to change. So then once you get to that edge and you go, okay, listen, something's got to change. I have to change. I need something to be different. I'm sick of my health being like this, my relationships, my work, my money, whatever. And then you step into this freedom, this freedom of expansion. What do I want to create? And what is possible for me? And then you ask that question. Is this thing possible? The answer is yes. Is it possible for you? Yes. You should just come around to it being yes. After that, you're going to have to learn some stuff. You're going to have to learn some tools. You're going to have to gain some knowledge, maybe some skills. I had to learn some skills from this book. So maybe you have to learn how to manage your money. You have to learn how to uh, step into a new leadership role because you want to up your game in your career. Maybe you have to learn how to be a different person in a relationship so you can attract what you want. Maybe you have to learn how to eat better, or how to exercise, even after surgery or after a certain age or after you've never exercised before, or maybe exercise with knee pain or back pain or shoulder pain. You might have to learn a few things. But the last step is the stepping into you, the full embodiment of who you want to become. And my friends, listen to me here. This can happen for you. It can and I know I hear this all the time. I hear a bunch of coaches and people who are speakers and consultants and counselors and whatever say, if, it, if I did it, you can do it. And it's annoying, but I've done it. If I could take you back in time, 25 years, and show you the relationships that I had back then, you would be like off your rocker. You would look at me and be like, oh my God, Jen, that must have been uh, whatever devastating. It was. It was devastating, you guys. 
I was devastated almost every single day in a relationship. I was anxious. I was depressed. I was angry. And I'm like, what the flapping crap? Like, how come I can't get this thing figured out? How come this person is doing this? How come there's so much pain? How come there's so much drama? We're breaking up with each other all the time. It's just this stupid, stupid drama. And I didn't want it anymore. Okay? You can have it. I promise you. But it is going to take that internal work. It is going to take the overcoming. It is going to take some visualization, some meditation, some energy work. You're going to have to release some beliefs. But I will tell you this. Every single time you are faced with resistance and you overcome it, you make a different choice, you have a different thought, you take different action, and you sit back and go, oh my God, I didn't even think that was possible for me not to get angry at my son for doing something, 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 or to get angry at my spouse for you know what they did here and there. Like I didn't, I handled that completely different. That is a transformation happening. That is when things start to surface for you that you look back and go, I'm doing it. And you keep going, sister, brother, you keep going. Now, I want to offer something to you. I'm looking for a couple of one-on-one coaching clients. If you are moved at all to work with me, please send me an email. You can reach it in the show notes. Send me an email and say, hey, Jen, you know what? I'd love some one-on-one coaching. I don't usually do one-on-one coaching off the fly, so I would have a conversation with you first, but I'm looking for somebody who's ready for change. I'm looking for someone who's determined and someone who is open to doing the work and having that accountability. That's the relationship we would have. So if you are moved, I am looking for just a couple. I don't want to, I don't, you know, I don't usually do a lot of one-on-one coaching. Usually I have a, a group coaching program, but I'm starting to get this feeling. I've got some people that are, you know, in my groups that have kind of been asking, you know, if I offer, and I usually say no, because usually I do a coaching, a group coaching program and then offer one-on-one, but I am, I am the something I'm just kind of open to. So if it's something that you're interested in, please send me an email, the meditation room, tc at gmail.com and you know say hey i'm interested in just finding out about your one-on-one coaching and then also know that at the end there's the the little bit about our retreat that's coming up and that is a group situation i know some people are really working hard on some real transformation and they don't want to share with a group i'm offering one-on-one so check it out if you're interested and i look forward to hearing from you As we conclude today's episode, I'm thrilled to share something special with you, our Rise Up and Revitalize virtual retreat. Imagine a transformative experience designed to elevate your mind, body, and spirit. It's not just a retreat, it's an invitation to rediscover your potential. Are you curious? Join us for a journey of renewal and empowerment. Visit the link that I added in the show notes to learn more and embark on the next journey of your vibrant life. Until next time, Keep looking for those nuggets.